So hi, I'm Molly, and I'm here with Rebby. Hello. Hi. And uh, in the studio right now, we have Chelsea Wilson, who is the musical director of the Brunswick Music Festival. How are you doing? I'm well. Thanks for having me. No problem. So I had a little scroll through the program today, and it is just really, it's, it's full, of, full of a bunch of stuff. What drew you to the Brunswick Music Festival? And talk us through how you became the director. Well, firstly, I'm a musician and I live in Brunswick. (laughs) So I feel that I have, you know, a strong affiliation with the area. I'm also the music programmer of the Stonington Jazz Festival and I was formerly the music director at PBS 106.7 FM for the past five or so years. So I have a strong connection with the festival, working on it for a few years um, in my role at PBS. And um, last year, the City of Moreland announced that they were running a community consultation where people that live in the area can go and chat about the festival and the kind of things that the community would like to see as part of the festival. And I went to that community consultation and, and there was a really great vibe and I really appreciated and liked how the council was inviting members of the public to go and chat about it. And yeah, so I, I went to that consultation and um, found it really inspiring and had some really great conversations. Um, and then, yeah, I met the festival producer who who told me about the role, so it all just kind of happened from there. Mm. A lot of these roles come from luck, I think, just yeah. right place, right time. Yeah, I also noticed in the festival there's like a, a women's concert, there's an LGBTQIA plus concert. Was diversity a big, a big thing when you're organising an event like this, thinking about ways to include the community, I guess? Yeah, I'm really passionate about events being inclusive and diverse, Um, and creating safe spaces for all kinds of performers um, and all kinds of audience members as well. So part of the program for me was making sure that there are events that people can sit down and relax. There's also dance events, there's alcohol-free events, there's family-friendly events, things that are catered for different age groups and things that reflect the different types of genres that I wanted to put in the festival. Beautiful. So what acts in particular would you recommend? I know that this is difficult. (laughs) You don't want to play favourites, but... I'm interested in what you think. Well, it is a hard question because I wouldn't have programmed any of the artists if I didn't think they were fantastic. It's all just kind of, I guess, depending on your own personal preferences or likes of genres, but all the performers are, you know, truly, truly wonderful. Um, There's a few particular projects I'm really excited about. One is the International Women's Day concert, which is on the opening night of Brunswick Music Festival. Which you're also performing in. Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Sneaky that. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Just slip yourself in. Yeah, Yeah, just couldn't couldn't help myself. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we're putting on this beautiful, majestic gala concert for Women's Day, which features a mix of different female vocalists and spoken word artists accompanied by an orchestra with a string quartet, which will be really beautiful at the Brunswick Town Hall. I'm also really excited about the local label showcases. So one of the programming themes, I wanted to highlight local record labels. Um, We've got such a strong recording scene here in Melbourne. Um, So we've got three label showcases. The Listen event that you mentioned is going to be held in the Triple R performance space, which I'm really excited about that. They're putting out some really incredible releases and to have a a show that's held in the kind of jewel of Brunswick, which is Triple R Broadcasting for over 40 years. Um, it's going to be a pretty amazing event. Uh, Wontok Music, which is an Indigenous and world music label, uh, we're putting on a really special event with those guys in Wick Studios. So the recording studios on Leslie Street in Brunswick have this massive recording space where you could fit about 400 people in there. It's huge. You could record an entire symphony orchestra in there. It's massive. Mm. And so for this event, we're going to have three um, Indigenous artists perform 
performing live in the space in the recording studio and the audiences can sit in the recording studio and we'll be sending the audience members copies of the recording post-event. Wow, that's um, amazing. Yeah, um, and the third label showcase is Hope Street Recordings, which have Bombay Royale and the putbacks and Do Your Thangs and it's just a really going to be a huge fun party night at Howler. So I'm very much looking forward to those events. Beautiful. So um, how do you, I guess, pair an artist up with a venue or a type of event? Like what goes into deciding on the venue within Brunswick? It's a tricky thing. It's really important. I think the venue is almost like the next member of the band in a way. If you don't get the venue right, the whole vibe of the gig can be completely wrong. So there was a few events and a few artists that I wanted to have as part of the festival, but there wasn't really the right venue. So if you don't have the right synergy between the venue, it's not going to be the best environment for the audience or the best environment for the band. So it is a really tricky thing to work it out. You want to make sure that the acoustics are right for the band. You want to make sure that the seating arrangement is is right. Yeah, it is hard, but there's some amazing spaces in Brunswick. It's such a energetic and vibrant suburb. There's music happening seven nights a week in Brunswick. So you can almost call any week of the year the Brunswick Music Festival. Um, so that was kind of a challenge with putting the program together is how can we make this stand out from what is happening in this area all the time organically anyway. Mm. Um, and one of the ways we are doing that is through using different spaces that aren't used as often. Um, so the Brunswick Town Hall, the Coburg Town hall which are kind of you know these huge venues that are rarely used for these kind of shows Um, we're getting to showcase those and we're having a late night supper club series in the amelia shore bar which is above the retreat hotel great bar yeah i love it it's so beautiful so we're (laughs) putting an upright piano up in there to have some like late night salon Mm. kind of jazz bluesy sort of shows i've written that one down now yeah (laughs) that's gonna be that's gonna be really special I hope that answered the question. <laughs> no, definitely. No, so I have a question. Firstly, what percentage of the acts are international and what percentage are from Melbourne and predominantly from Brunswick? And coinciding with that, what is the importance of having both? So an international act and also an act from Brunswick? I don't know about exact percentages because, to be honest, I haven't really kind of counted and looked it up. Mm. The Brunswick Music Festival has been running for 28 years and it has a really strong history of hosting international artists. So part of continuing the legacy of the festival um, as a new music programmer, I wanted to ensure that we still brought some exciting international artists to Melbourne. One of my kind of priorities was to try and invite artists that haven't been in Melbourne before, that haven't performed on the East Coast before, so we have some artists coming like the Hot 8 Brass Band from New Orleans, Warsaw Village Band from Poland, Aziz Ibrahim from West Saharan, and a bunch of other artists, Oki Anu Dub Band from Japan, who've never performed in Melbourne before. So mm. so that's really exciting. I'm really passionate about local music, supporting local artists, independent music. So there's heaps and heaps of local artists and a lot from Moreland in in particular. The Sydney Road Street Party is our opening flagship event, which is the free party where we, it's next Sunday, where we take over (laughs) um, Sydney Road and there's seven stages and it's predominantly all local artists from all ages and so there's going to be all ages on the streets and the stages. We've got the Coburg Primary School Band, the Brunswick Secondary College Band, the (laughs) Melbourne Mass Gospel Choir, the Melbourne Ukulele Collective, um, the Pacific Island Choir, like it's just, 
a whole range, you know, and then there's artists like Cooking on Three Burners and the Black Jesus Experience and the Seven Ups. So it's going to be a pretty amazing day that celebrates everything local. And there's music off the streets as well. So in venues like the Penny Black or the Retreat are going to have music inside all day. So you can go on and off the street, kind of like a big live music safari. Mm, beautiful. So, you know, you, you said that Brunswick is a unique suburb and, and whatever. So what about the music that comes from Brunswick differs from, you know, other suburbs from Melbourne and, and how does this festival differ from, from other festivals? Brunswick has the most songwriters in Australia live within the Brunswick postcode, according to APRA. So <laughs> it is a really vibrant area and a hub for artists and musicians. I think artists of all kinds of mediums seem to gravitate towards Brunswick and it's you know one of the things that attracted me to live in the area. And it's due to the artists and the musicians and also the venues that keep the place alive throughout the year is what kind of warrants having an international festival come in once a year. If it wasn't for that community that's already there, I don't, I don't think it, it would work as well. Um, I guess the thing that's different about Brunswick Music Festival compared to some of the other festivals around town is, firstly, it's international, so compared to some of the other kind of local events like Stonington Jazz, which is all Australian jazz, or Darabin Music Feast, um, which also has a really strong local focus, Brunswick has international artists. It's also very broad genre specific. Um, I think in the past Brunswick has had a really strong folk and country element, but I think it's grown and grown and as it's evolved it's become more inclusive and, and genre diverse. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming into the studio and having a chat, Chelsea. Thanks for having me. Last but not least, where can we find some more information about the Brunswick Music Festival? Brunswickmusicfestival.com.au. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks so much.